You're now tuned in to the cold, hard truth. Cayman's number one hard-hitting live podcast show, where we feature some straightforward conversations on political, social, and celebrity news, and all things happening in the Cayman Islands and around the world. This show was created to give the people a voice and a means of being involved and informed without any filters. Sometimes it gets crazy, but we always keep it real. We bring you the tea, piping hot. So grab your favorite beverage and join the conversation via WhatsApp at 324-1612. Email tips at caymanmarlroad.com. Now, here's your host, Sandy Hill, broadcasting live from the beautiful Cayman Islands. Good morning. Oh, is that something new? Snap camera. What's that? A couple of different uh, angles there. Good morning, audience on CMR. Can people hear us? Cayman Marl Road. Good morning. Good morning. This will go into a song. I don't know if anyone can hear us. They can. Okay. Well, let's good take morning, over. guys. We're taking over the show. Let's yeah. Take over the show here. We're uh, we're we're waiting for Sandy, but we're playing a little uh, Miley Cyrus uh, "Party in the USA" on Kiss FM. But uh, as we wait for Sandy, uh, we'll say good morning. A little bit of uh, shower activity today. We'll give you the forecast. <laughs> we know Sandy gives the uh, the forecast at uh, what is it? Five a.m. Five a.m. Oh, I, I hear. I heard a little. I think it's five a.m. Uh, rain showers early, bright sunshine by the afternoon, high 84, winds out of the southeast at 15 to 25. Chance of rain today, 50%. Humidity at 69%. Oh, and, it's getting uh, hot outside, everyone. UV index is extreme. And sunrise this morning at 627. Sunset at 637. UV index is at extreme. So wear your sunscreen. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, Sandy is making her tea, uh, Everlyn. <laughs> By the way, uh, if you if you have kids, you know Easter is around the corner, and DMS Broadcasting Kiss FM, we've got our Easter Fest, yes, which is on Sunday, April tenth. All right, ten to two. It's a free event for you and the family, absolutely free, and we're going to be at Field of Dreams this year. So lots of uh, Easter themed games, face painting, bouncy castles, crafts, the Easter egg scramble. That's not actually. I was going to say they're not going to scramble actual eggs. No, it's like uh, where we. However. Toss out a bunch of eggs on the field, and the kids scramble to collect them. Okay. All right. That makes sense. I was going to say we could do an Easter or a chicken egg scramble and go out there and try to find all the chicken eggs. <laughs> could do that as well. <laughs> but I, it, um, I've never seen them. I've seen chicken eggs like twice. You see chickens everywhere, but you never really see the eggs. That so, is true. So we're, which came first? No, I'm joking. Where, <laughs> where are the eggs? I've seen some before. You know what? Where are chicken eggs? You, you've got to really look in, inside bushes, and they'll be like just right there. Yeah. But yeah, they'll be hidden a little bit. But yeah, you see a lot of chickens and roosters. Mm-hmm. Never the eggs. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Ah, there we go. There she is. Can you hear me? Yep. We can hear you. Are you running a little little behind today? I think new new equipment. Well, you don't you can't have that happen next Monday Good when you're morning. on. Good morning. Hi. There we go. Working out the kink. Yeah, the ooh, computer was a bit wonky this morning. Nothing was on. Mm. <laughs> had had to figure out where the power button was on the uh, 
on the board. So we're halfway there. I'll figure out video a little bit later on. So yep. how is everyone? I heard you give the weather report. Good job. Living yep. on a prayer. Yep, we did. <laughs> did the weather report talked about uh, chicken eggs. Mm -hmm. Chicken eggs. No, we were talking about the Easter egg scramble. But we were talking about how you know you never see the eggs for the chickens. You see chickens everywhere, but barely ever do you find eggs. They are very good at hiding their eggs because we have a we actually have a garden and they mm -hmm. go deep in the garden bed and they hide it under the broccoli and oh, all the good. other stuff. So fertilizer if it breaks. Yeah, yeah they're uh, they're pretty good at hiding eggs. All right, so the police on. are investigating. Oh, we're, we're not. We're, not we're going live now. Ten seconds. Ten seconds. Oh, ten. sorry. There you go. <laughs> Big news. I have some important news for you. Interesting news. It's Blake and Aaron's Spilling the Tea with Sandy. K-Man's top news headlines of the day from CMR. Good morning, Sandy. Good morning, Blake and Aaron. Good morning. Got some headlines for us this morning? Absolutely. The uh, police are investigating an armed robbery on Crew Road. So in 830, and um, this would have been today's Thursday... Today's Wednesday. Wednesday. Mm -hmm. So this this would have been Monday night, actually. Uh, there was an armed robbery at a food truck on Crew Road. Now, I always thought that was Shack yeah. Road in the vicinity of Burger of uh, Burger Shack. So was it Burger Shack? Uh, yeah. I always oh, thought really? it was Shedden Road, not Crew Road. But anyway. Somebody robbed the, well, it's Crew Road, and then there's Old Crew Road. Yeah. At what point does it turn into Shedden Road? Is it after the Hurley's roundabout? It's a good question. Maybe. But uh, anyway. the uh, Burger Shack truck is right there by Country Western in their parking yeah. lot. Yes. Basically. So um, they've reported that a, an armed, um, a sole uh, gunman decided that he was going to show up on his bicycle and rob the uh, the Burger Shack. So he branded, uh, brand, brandish, sorry, a firearm, demanded cash from the staff, and then he fled uh, on his bicycle again. On his bicycle. Quantity of cash traveling in the direction of King's Roundabout. Hmm. No one was injured, can, thankfully. No shots were fired. You can totally follow that guy. He's on a bicycle. Yeah, but what are they going to do? Like, I know he's got a gun, and you don't know. Exactly. Yeah, that's not. I know, but you. I'm could, not, I, yeah, no. No you employee could, is going to want to put. You know, their no, you, self, could, you could follow him, like try to follow him, or at least direct the cops where he is. Well, they did. They went towards the King's Gym Roundabout. Um, do they not have? Well, I guess he they might have been never play the part of a hero. Just give him the money. That's exactly. what my wife says. Exactly. And let him take it. Not worth it. Mm. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't think Burger Shack truck has cash anyway. Usually you have to pay online before you go pick it up. So it's kind of silly. Hmm. I mean, um, I think they still do cash though. I mean, I haven't been there in a while. I mean, but... Maybe a little bit, but like if you're yeah. ordering online, not everyone has a bank account that they can. Yeah, I know. You know, so um, I would say For that do they not yes. have? Yeah, do they not have like a like a little? You know, you just need a little camera out there. You know what? Because of where they're located, I find that um, they probably feel relatively safe because they're like really in a public space. Like yeah, everybody drives by, sees what's going on. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I mean, even Ali Kebab right there, like it's still you know in a yeah. more open space. But you know they. Rob that a lot. I know. So it's unfortunate. But it anyway, if, if you know someone who is about five nine and that night might have been out on their bicycle in the area wearing a gray jacket and dark pants and a black mask, uh, do call the police. 
Yeah. <laughs> your neighbor, I mean, your cousin might be the person that they're looking for. You just never know. Yeah. Suddenly you got paid back that $20 they owed you. I, if I was going to get something <laughs> from Burger Shack, I'm going to get a burger. I know. Their burgers are bomb. They are. Yeah, I they really are. That's yeah. traumatizing. You'd be, you'd be robbing them of a burger. I demand uh, I mean, a burger. How and can then you overpaying for it because <laughs> it's so good. No, I, I must pay you more for this. I mean, this is the nicest way. How can you rob the Burger Shack truck wow. and not have them give you a burger with the money? <laughs> okay, well, now. That you know would be, like, I get what you're saying. That, that would definitely <laughs> show up in the news of the weird section. You know, I'm <laughs> here to rob you, but you know what? I really want that burger place. instead. They have the best All right. So, um, Caymanian students are being highlighted for um, being featured. These are actually students uh, affiliated with UCCI, University of Liverpool, and the Health Services Authority. They all co-authored an international peer-reviewed scientific paper, and it was published in a scientific journal called Central Biomed. Mm. So, good on them. Yes, it was entitled, uh, 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 let me see here now. Equation causes anti-veal position egg retention and yeah. Okay, so it's all about um, mosquitoes, basically. Scientific oh, okay. Paper. I know, it's like, what? what is it? Like, uh, so, um, what this is, is the problem. When, when my kids get like a little bit older, like and they're in high school, I am not going to be able to help them with their homework. Yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll be handing that over to my husband. He's the one. Uh, so this is all about the life of the 80s Egypti mosquito. And so uh, these kids have done a wonderful job um, presenting this paper and actually getting it published, which is a big thing. You know, it's a big deal to have research paper published. So absolutely, congratulations uh, for them. Mm -hmm. um, well done, kids. Jamaican prisoners are running a scam uh, in the Cayman Islands <laughs> from Jamaica. I don't. I don't make it up. I just report the news. Okay. <laughs> So yes, this here? is the Jamaican fraud squad is investigating a job scam. You might, you guys might have actually seen it. So it's like a video, and it's like, oh, work in the Cayman Islands, um, you can make all this money, and they claim to be a new company. And a lot of people locally were sending it to me, and like, oh wow, is this like legit? And I was like, no, it's not. Hit the delete button. But Let it was guess, really making the rounds. They asked you for money to set up, you know, permits and things like that. Mm -hmm. That's, yeah. So, and so far, 30 people, yeah, so far, 30 people have been swindled out of about $30,000. Wow. After responding to the job advert, um, 15 people in Jamaica showed up at the fraud squad on Monday afternoon uh, alone to complain that they had been scammed. Mm -hmm. So um, one lady even resigned from her job and made arrangements to leave the island on Saturday after she was promised work. So this is really what? impacting people negatively. So it's not good. Um, so they're offering salaries of more than $200,000 CI. So if it sounds too good to be true, folks, it, probably. it is. Yeah. <laughs> not even probably. It is. Do you know that even when I got the job here at DMS, I was 27. So it's been, you know, 11 years. You thought they were scamming you? I, I did not know because I talk and I like, you know, in radio, you do know people. You're like, okay, this person knows this person. So they're no. legit people. Well, my dad did though. My dad would not sell my car. My dad's like, oh yeah, no, uh, you know, like make sure you tell me when you get there. I called you. I know. And I knew, like, I knew it was fine, but my dad's like, no, it's too good to be true. No, yeah. no, I'm not. You're not moving to like a, a nice Caribbean island and oh live, live an island life. I'm not selling your car. And I'm like, okay, dad, you can turn leave on the radio. It, leave it up to dad. He's gonna... to me. Yeah. Yeah. 
So anyway, yeah. yeah, but it, it, you know, you, you can't be too careful. I picked about you this. up from the airport too. <laughs> Look, you could have been a creep. I really could have been in some big I trouble. I actually but, remember picking no, you up from the airport. You were wearing you were wearing a hat. I want to say it was a white hat. I have. I yeah. don't even remember. I remember that picking stuff. you. Yeah, that right. was back when the old A frame. And yeah, that's right. Yep. Mm -hmm. Anyway, but yeah, no, you could. All I'm saying is, you can never be too careful with these kind of things. You really do have to, you know, dot your eyes, cross your t's. Yeah. Did we lose I think Sandy? we lost Sandy. Well, we're still on live. Well, that's okay. So, so yeah, back in the day, you know, when when I flew in from a uh, little Cayman on uh, Monday, I was like, oh, I kind of missed yeah. that frame and having people just like you know wait there and you could wave at them. Anyway. Do you know, uh, Sandy? I don't know if you know this or not, um, but I actually was able to get a piece of the A-frame wood, and we uh, we made a coffee table out of it. It's in our house. It's pretty cool. It's wow. very cool. Yeah, it's actually, I didn't realize this, maybe a lot of people don't know, but the A-frame was made out of cedar, cedar wood. So that thick wood nice. is all cedar. And it's obviously yeah. because it doesn't, it does well in climate. Yeah. This climate. Uh -huh. Interesting. So, yeah. Yeah, anyway. I didn't, did not know you were so incredibly handy there. Well, I, didn't, I didn't make it. John Bird. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. He's pretty good. But I am handy. But I, I, I left that to him because I, if I messed that one piece of wood up, I would have been really upset. Yeah. But yeah, they you're also, like, oops, I uh, sanded it too much. They also made um, benches out of some of that wood, and it's at Botanic Gardens in the new kids area. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Oh, yeah. It, that wood does still live, That's live great. on. Yes, anyway. All right, one more story for you. Yeah. Okay. Dance hall artiste Jacure has been sentenced to six years for attempted manslaughter in the Netherlands. Um, so he'll be spending some time behind bars there. Uh, his sentence came down on yesterday. Okay. It's kind of interesting because you guys, I don't know how much you know about this guy, this artist, um, but his best sellers were made behind bars. <laughs> so it's kind of ironic because the songs that people know him for, he was actually in jail in Jamaica um, back in 1999 when he was found guilty and sentenced to 15 years in prison for rape. And he was released in 2007 after serving just eight years. But all of his songs, I'm trying to remember some of the names of them now, but um, they were all done in prison, like all the hits. And everybody's like, oh, my gosh, maybe we'll get some new music from him now. I was just saying, maybe he's going back and in and recording another album. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Yeah. So. What's he doing in the Netherlands? Um, I think he might have been there for a concert or something. So, um huh. Yeah, it's it's it's. And is that of, where the charges happened, or they just happened to arrest him there? Um, uh, no, no, no. That's where the offense took place. Oh, in in the Netherlands. Yeah. Wow. Well, it's a better place well, to be in prison well, than. That, I was just thinking, like I uh, know. So I think he'll. Uh, in the Netherlands, probably pretty nice. Well, I mean, I yeah, you can yeah. They're they're they're. Yeah. I would never say prison is ever nice, but they're more about rehabilitation. So but the I, prisons I, are more free. But I just did the top five. So he actually um. Stabbed hmm? his promoter. Oh, <laughs> I don't, or the promoter. I don't know what the argument was. This but, guy sounds uh, wonderful. I really can't wait to buy some music and support him. Um, by the way, the Netherlands <laughs> is on the top five list of happiest countries in the world. Yeah. Hold so. on. Do you guys remember the song "Prison Walls"? No. Mm -mm. No. Oh man, if you if you heard it, you'd probably go, "Yeah, that's it." Okay. Prison walls. And that was what, yeah. him. What's the name of the artist? Yeah, prison, prison walls behind prison walls or something. But well, who's uh, the name of the let artist? Let me let me let me see if I can play a little hook for you. All right, I can dig it up too in our little. Who's the artist again? Oh, Dick here. 
Don't have it. Anyway, yeah, well, it's got a nice, it's got a nice hook and everything to it. He actually has a decent voice and everything, but mm. um, I don't know what what other music we we'll get yeah. out of him. But we'll have to wait and see. But yeah, maybe prison we'll, walls. Was maybe like don't a big do one. crimes. Yeah, don't do crimes. <laughs> I know. Yeah, the prison. Might find another way to become. Find another way to be um, artistic, I guess. Uh, so there you have it. Yeah, Jacure. Another couple years mm-hmm. behind bars, six years. All right, folks. Cool. Those are your headlines for the day. Well, thank you. Oh, we've got Two some cruise ships in, in port. No, yeah. No, he's, yeah. Yeah. How many cruise ships? Two. Two cruise ships. Two cruise All right. Ships. So traffic again for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Avoid, avoid, avoid. All righty. It'd be nice if those other roads were finished. Mm. But yeah, they're getting closer at least. <laughs> Have a good one. I got to try and figure out my camera today. All right. We'll see you All tomorrow. Right, bye, guys. All right. Bye, guys. Our segment. All right, folks. I don't know what's going on with my camera. I can't get it on. I can't get it on. Um, what happened last night is I had to restart the computer. And now my board wasn't on this morning. The camera wasn't on this morning. So um, I know y'all like to be looking at me. <laughs> so what what should I do? I'm trying to think here. Uh, trying to work it out in my brain. All right, let's let's play a song and let me see in that time if I can get it figured out. All right, here we go.
All right, folks. Um, I don't know what to tell you. I cannot get the camera working. It might have. All right, folks, um, I think I'll have to leave that alone until later on. The camera will just not come on. No matter what I do. Oh, well. Um, it's weird. Yeah. So it won't come on. And uh, I've tried everything. So what happened last night, folks, is my um, computer needed to be turned off because of some buzzing power sound or something. And so as a result of that, everything had to be shut down. And man, I tell you, I got a lot of stuff connected here. So when it was shut down, eh, now, now the camera won't get it, get, come back up. Everything else seems to be working. I've got audio and everything else. So you can call into the program, folks. You just can't, uh, you can't see me. That kind of sucks though. Well, the show must go on. We got a lot to talk about. Jonathan says three ships. Um, someone sent me a photo and they said there were only two. So maybe they missed one. Sometimes you miss a ship behind the ship, if you know what I mean. So uh, entirely possible. I'll uh, try to get some official confirmation. So thank you, Jonathan, for that. Felicia, good morning. Betsy, good morning. Good morning, Miss Morna. Kimaria, good morning. We got some good news. Um, Oh, yes. Longing for reflection behind these prison walls. All of these awesome songs he did in prison. Like, I felt like I don't know if it was actually the prison sentence itself. Sorry, I'm trying to get the links for the YouTube folks. But, um, you know, sometimes adversity makes us so much more creative than we otherwise would be. And not only that, but let's be honest, when you're in jail and you have nothing else to do, well, it's, uh, <laughs> you know, it's great to be able to, um, hold on one second here, folks. It's great to be able to make music, right? So poor him. He just has got to learn that there's certain things you can't do. And if you do them, you're going to end up behind bars. You can't go around stabbing people. Somebody upsets you and you got a disagreement, you know, you got to find another way to work it out. Now, if it's the case that, you know, he was defending himself, that'd be different. But that doesn't seem like that's what happened here at all. Eh, what a mess. I can't feel sorry for people who get a second chance and really still manage to ruin it. But like I said, it might be a blessing in disguise because we might get some other really great songs from Jakir. So <laughs> stay tuned, folks. Stay tuned. Although, you know what? I kind of feel like that's not going to happen in the Netherlands. Although I don't really know much about the Netherlands and um, their prisons. I mean, we know that they're very progressive in a lot of ways. But in Jamaica, he actually had access to like a recording studio. And... Uh, 
he was able to do stuff that in most prisons around the world probably would not have happened. So yeah. Oh no, I see the YouTube link isn't working. Oh God, I bet it's because of that song, huh? Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. YouTube cut the feed this morning. Go to the backup YouTube feed, folks. Jump on the backup feed. Let me see if I can actually add it real quick. Um, I think I can do that. Ugh, YouTube is like, you were not playing no Jacure music this morning. Good morning, Lavana. And by the way, happy anniversary to Lavana and her hubby. They are celebrating three years today of blissful marriage. Hopefully they can get out there and enjoy a little bit of a staycation somewhere on island. Morning, Stephen. Those of you who are joining me, my apologies. I don't seem to have any camera today, which is a little bit crazy. I notice my numbers are fluctuating widely. Like it's going from 240 something to 189. In the matter of a couple seconds, can somebody in YouTube give me a shout out? Is YouTube actually working? Hmm. I think we might have a problem with YouTube. Morning, Lisa. Jonathan says, even if they were to chase, they would have to go all the way up and around about. Yes, because that roundabout is so different um, because of the little medium in the middle. So interesting. Anybody on YouTube this morning? I know I tried calling him earlier and he was not answering the phone. I was like, answer the phone. I need help. He'd probably tell me just to restart everything. Restart the whole computer. So somebody said they're on YouTube. That's weird. Because YouTube isn't actually showing me any numbers. Hmm. Okay. Well, as long as you guys are here, Omeria, thank you so much for confirming you're on YouTube. It's just, yeah, somebody else said YouTube is working just fine for them. How bizarre. Hmm. Oh, well, let's keep the train moving here, folks. I'm not sure what to make of that. That's just super strange. Super, super weird. Uh, I guess it is what it is. So no worries. So we got a lot to talk about. Some of it is about your kids. Mm-mm. You know, when it comes to y'all kids, you don't really like people to talk too much about it. See, the numbers just came back. Now it says 254. How weird. Eh, I don't know what's going on today. Something weird's going on. And then it disappeared again. <laughs> Ooh, technology is going to drive me crazy today. I can see it. In any event, um, Herma, good to see you. Thank you. Joining us from Jamrock. What part of Jamaica are you from? So let's talk about the Jamaica scam before we get into the whole situation with the schools. Um, So this job scam was in circulation for quite some time, last week or so, I think at least. And a few people were sending it to me and I was like, do not. It was actually a video, like a TikTok video, whatever. And then people screen grabbed it and were sharing it all over. And I kept saying to people, this isn't legit. This isn't real. If it sounds too good to be true, it probably is too good to be true. So um, it looks like there were people in Jamaica who were getting scammed by this. Now, tell me if I'm wrong, but I always thought 
um, Jamaicans were savvy when it comes to not being scammed. Because, you know, they got a lot of scammers. So I figured most people in Jamaica are kind of weary of each other. They're like, yeah, I don't know if I can trust you. But it seems to me that, um, unfortunately for them, they were the ones most likely to be scammed. It's kind of crazy and weird and, you know. Um, but yes, this is this was happening. And so the scammers have been on full alert, working overtime to try to take advantage of hardworking people. And people actually quit their job. I was like, what? But you see, this is the thing. You cannot trust anybody unless they're really like a legit agency. You've got to be so careful. St. Elizabeth, beautiful. My grandfather was from St. Elizabeth, in case y'all don't know. Charlie Barnes, Charles Barnes, the original Charles Barnes. We were the first set of barns. Correct me if I'm wrong, Carmelie, but my grandfather was the first barns to come on island from Jamaica. There were barns that came afterwards. They're from, where are they from? I think they're Spanish barns or something. And they weren't really barns, but they took the name barns, which makes me wonder, why would you come and change your name? What are you running from exactly? (laughs) But I think they might've been from like Nicaragua and other places. But anyway, this scam, 30 customer service rep, it says, Required from Jamaica to work in the Cayman Islands as part of the company's work exchange program. Mm -mm -mm. The company will provide work permits, plane tickets, and accommodation. Uh And uh, they claim that you're going to be making big bucks. So, so much is wrong with this. That um, it's unfortunate, but people were legit believing it. Minimum high school education, at least six months customer service and call center experience, five subject passes, good command of the English language, pleasant personality. It has a WhatsApp number that's actually a local Cayman Islands number. It has an email address and notice how it says WhatsApp only. Now listen, I know we're all into the WhatsApp stuff. And I don't have any issues with that, but, oh, um, Josephine says they might have come from Cuba. I don't think they were Cubans, you know, because we have some family in Cuba, and I don't, I don't believe they were Cubans. Um, Carmely said they came from nowhere. What does that mean, they came from nowhere? They had to come from somewhere. Anyway, uh, promise to work in the Cayman Islands, what's up only? So, you know, uh, kind of a trickster here. Sometimes when people tell you that they're only available by WhatsApp. Mm. Hmm. Right. And uh, they were promising all sorts of big salaries when you'd reach out to them. What a mess. Anyway, uh, the fraud unit in Jamaica said this is a fraud. It's a scam. Oh, Josephine, your mom is a Barnes as well. I mean, your grandmother, your grandfather. Um, So yeah, this is a scam according to the Jamaican fraud unit. And they have said that Jamaican prisoners of all people 
are behind this one. You can imagine. Jamaican prisoners behind Cayman job scam. Hmm. But you're in jail. How exactly does that work? Well, I don't know. But I'm just reporting the news. This is what it is. Look at that. Check out the CMR site, folks, for all your latest and greatest news. So this poor woman um, told Jamaican media, Roxanne Francis, that she'd worked for the company um, for approximately two weeks with pay before we were able to migrate to the Cayman Islands, this is what she was told, promising work, uh, which is on the 19th. We were able to visit the office within that period. However, uh, we were not paid that salary, that which we were promised. During the duration, we had to be going back and forth with the persons behind because the information was not communicated effectively among everyone. Some persons were not aware. So they had people traveling from various different parishes to get information because they were never contacted during that period, she explained. And they were offering salaries of more than 200,000 CI. Um, I don't, you see, th this is an issue actually. And I'm going to tell you why. Because I think maybe a lot of people in Jamaica are unaware of how the system works in the Cayman Islands. And I think that they're even unaware of like the exchange rate and everything. $200,000 is a lot of money. CI? That's not like saying $200,000 Jamaican because that's like 50 cents. <laughs> I'm kidding, but you know what I'm saying. Two hundred thousand, child, please. People got mortgages for. Oh no, you can't get a house for two hundred thousand anymore. Never mind. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. Two hundred thousand dollars is a lot of money. Somebody promising you a salary of two hundred thousand dollars CI, you better believe that that is like a lawyer, an accountant, a doctor. CEO of some big shot company, not somebody with a high school education. It doesn't even make any sense. But I wondered how much they understood about the exchange rate. Like maybe this is a thing where they just don't get it because of the exchange rate. And, you know, they're not really that familiar with Cayman. But folks, like Aunt Lottie used to say, if it sounds too good to be true... In this case, it is definitely too good to be true. And always taking advantage of poor people. This is the thing that gets me. So I have a good update for you guys, by the way. Um, big shout out to Ruth Anna. She has paid the helper. Thank you, Jesus, and hallelujah. This is good news. The helper has been paid. Yesterday was this helper's, uh, Stacy's son's birthday. I'm sure she was so happy to get some money in her hands for her son's birthday. My goodness. And, um, you know, I'm just glad that that's over. But it looks like this is just the tip of the iceberg, y'all. My God. Yes, yeah, Santos Barnes. They're the ones that came from Cuba. I thought they came from somebody else somewhere else. All right. So listen, she paid the, um, this helper her $2,300. Casey was so grateful. She sent us a thank you message saying if it wasn't for CMR, she would not have gotten her money back. She packed her bags right away and moved out of that woman's house. Stacy was bold though. I got to tell you, 
I don't know if I could have stayed in the house, even if she owed me money, because I would be so afraid. <laughs> oh, I'd be like, she ain't killed me overnight for this $2,300. Ay, ay, What a hot mess. Um, will somebody please remind me that I have court this morning? So I've got to leave at nine o'clock. Don't make me forget now because I can't be late for court, y'all. You know, these judges, they want you to show up on time. So yes, congratulations to Stacy. Hold on now. Let me find my little buttons. Hold on. Let me see where I can play a little. Stacy. Uh, hold on. Can I play something? Praise the Lord. Stacy got her money back. Stacy got her money back. I feel like we should all go out and celebrate with Stacy. Stacy, drinks on you, girl. <laughs> Stacy's like, hell to the no. I need my money. Uh, so this was good. I'm glad that Stacy got paid back. Now, the interesting thing about this situation is, you know, when you start to do, it's like when you open Pandora's box, it just overflows. And it appears to me that this situation, I'm showing you guys the screen here, is way more than oh, any of us really anticipated. Mm, mm, mm. It's shocking. I mean, I don't even know what to say. What? It just continues to get worse. So Stacey said, thank you. It took CMR's effort for me to get my money. And I hope um, get back all that I spent to the doctor. So she still doesn't have like the health insurance and pension part. That's still outstanding. But I think Stacey's like, she'll deal with that kind of separately. Their agencies ho hopefully will enforce those things. But at least she got her salary and I guess her severance pay, right? So uh, I noticed some of the comments on here. Soka said that she's got somebody that has owed her money for a while and she might have to suck CMR on them. Sarita made some comments and there was one in particular that caught my attention that Sarita made. So Sarita said something here about, um, I'm going to say say this and, I'm not, and it's not directed to Ruthanna, but rather to employees in general. Well, Ruthanna isn't the employee, she's the employer, but anyway. She says that people would take the time to inquire as to who their employers are and what their employer's history and track record is like with regards to how they treat staff and employees. Employees would be better prepared and vigilant with certain, um, things start to, when certain things start to happen. I appreciate it's harder for an employee to turn down a job, but if the same due diligence was done on employers as it's done on employees, the tables were turned. People shouldn't be afraid of being blackballed in the workforce and employers would have to be cautious and respect, respectful in that way they conducted business and handled their stuff. Well, you know what the problem with this is? I think Sarita, um, in an ideal world, this comment is absolutely correct. 
But when you're coming from overseas, and this is how I know that some of y'all are purposely taking advantage of people. Someone said to me yesterday, Sandy, wouldn't this be the equivalent of um, basically a slave labor kind of situation? And I'm not quite sure, sure that that's the right word, but um, not, not slave labor, um, human trafficking. And I said, you know what is interesting? When you purposely go out there looking for victims, so you go to certain countries, right? You don't try to recruit a helper in the Cayman Islands. You are purposely going to Jamaica to recruit a helper because of the fact that you don't want them to know anything about you. And you're going into the depths of Jamaica, like out in the country where you think, okay, I don't know. Maybe they don't know nothing about Cayman Mile Road in St. Elizabeth. Although we see proof positive here that uh, people in St. Elizabeth are watching this show. This is why, you know, we got to stay connected and we got to inform people of what is happening all over the world, all over the region to protect each other. So, yeah, what's the deal here? Well, I tell you what. If I'm in the country and somebody, you know, gives me a job offer, and um, I said, okay, this looks good. How do I find out anything about them if I don't know anything in Cayman? This is where the system, you know, we're putting the blame or the onus on the victims in this case. So the helpers must, the employees must be the one to do all the due diligence. And I'm not saying that if you have the resources to do that, that you shouldn't. But I do think there are a lot of people who do not have the resources to be able to, you know, seek out um, references and check. And then here's the other thing. Who do they check with? Think about it, Sarita and others. Who are they going to call? Ghostbusters? Like legit, there's no agency, there's no government agency that is saying it's not works, it's not Department of Labor and Pensions. They're not keeping a list or database, and it should be online for as I'm concerned, of these bad employers. Wouldn't that be awesome if you could just go online and say, this person has had five reports in the past five years with the Department of Labor and Pensions. Can someone send this idea to the government, please? Because honestly, I think this is a workable idea. Remember how they used to post the pension infractions and you could at least see which companies were not paying pensions and then that stopped? Why? Name and shame them. Put up a government website or subsection of, of labor or works or whatever. You know, this person has had five helpers in the past six months. Mm, red flag. And those are the types of things that is uh, incredibly helpful. Otherwise, how are they going to check? And then the other thing is, when you recruit people from like the Philippines, Jamaica, a lot of times when they get here, they are legitimately afraid. There's an imbalance in the employer-employee relationship. And this is where the abuses really happen. Because a lot of people don't know who to go to. They don't know who to turn to. And they're afraid of reporting even to the official agency. So how would anyone ever know that Ruthanna is probably not the person you want to be working for if you want to get paid? There's no way for these people to know that. And I feel so uncomfortable that we are trying to put the burden on somebody else to you do your due diligence when the system itself is clearly not working. So 
if the if the system isn't working and you know the employees are afraid themselves to even come forward and report these um, breaches of the law because it is a breach of the law to not um, pay people their salaries and pensions and health insurance. What's going to be the next solution? I mean, I honestly don't know. I don't know how this is going to work. Something needs to be done. Because I am fearful that one day a helper is going to get enough and something's going to go down in terms of physical violence. And nobody wants that. Nobody. Oh, my gosh. What are y'all thinking as employers? You're putting yourself in harm's way and you don't even know it. You're putting your own children in harm's way. It's just a lack of, like, common sense, really. Hmm. Ah, boy. I don't know. I'm just, I'm just disappointed. And then everybody's like, oh, but don't you know? And I'm like, you know, I saw a Filipino lady a couple days ago. And she said, oh, you know, she's the same situation. She hasn't been paid by Ruthanna. Three, four months worth of salary. Her mom is like, oh, don't report it. You know, the Filipino um, nationals are very different in that a lot of them uh, don't like attention. So when things are going on bad in their lives, even if they are the victim, I think it's a little bit part of the Asian subculture, but even if they are a victim, they don't want people to know that they have been victimized. And so they stay behind the scenes and they talk amongst each other, but they don't necessarily share it publicly. It's like they feel ashamed that they have been victimized by someone. And I'm just like, where is the shame? This isn't your fault. You haven't done anything wrong except to trust somebody that shouldn't have been trusted. But that's not, that's not a bad thing. You know what I mean? That's not your fault. And so when I tell you there are tons of employers out there that could speak to Ruth Anna, unfortunately, that's the God's honest truth. So, um, I mean, I don't know. What do you, what do y'all think? This is crazy to me, but. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-mm. So uh, someone else says um, she's not the only helper that she's done this to. She's the only one that has come forward with it. Uh, she owes a lot of people and it's a shame the way that she's just living her life. Like nothing is going on with her. Um, this is, this is a truthful position and I'll tell you why. So last night I was, um, and I'm going to share a TikTok video that's also been making the rounds about this because now people are starting to speak up, generally speaking, as well as, you know, specifics about their abuses in their cases. And it's not just domestic workers, but I feel like it's a bit more egregious with domestic workers because they're at the bottom of normally the pay scale and everything. And so, you know, they're getting like the worst of it, really. But someone sent the following. Um, hold on now. Let me see if I can show y'all this one because this is this just this took the cake and this person has said that they're going to soon come and cmr about this and they're going to tell their whole story about what happened to them but this isn't a situation where just employers employees need to be careful if you're a landlord apparently you might want to write down ruth anna's name on a sheet of paper because look at this this was sent last night this lady is saying Ruthanna owes her over $17,000 for a property in Newlands where an entire year 
she did not pay rent. O-M-G. What? This is, oh my God, shocking. And look at the poor woman. She had to pawn her money. She had to borrow money from people, pawn her jewelry, buy near sell, buy discounted food to survive. And she says, the mental, physical, and financial and emotional toll it has caused me and my family is tremendous. Jesus. Oh, my God. I, I, my heart really breaks for these people. Because honestly, I don't know what I would do in a situation like that. You work hard, folks. If you have a little rental property, you know, people survive off of the rental property. Sometimes that's almost all people have, or they use that to pay the mortgage to, you know, man, how can people sleep at night? I don't get it. Something is wrong with some people, okay? They need help. And how do you get yourself out of this rabbit hole when you're in that deep? Let me be very, very clear. This is why I always say to you guys, I understand banks, you know. I understand when it comes to mortgages and they say, boy, Sandy, you done missed three payments on your mortgage. We're going to have to take the house. Because as, as, as horrible as that sounds, when you're in three payments deep, the bank understands the finances. They get it. They're like, how are you ever going to get caught up? Especially if you're at the early stages of the mortgage where you're paying just interest. Honey child, how are you ever going to pay that? It's just not going to happen. Right? Because every single month, say I make a regular payment and I'm still trying to catch up on the three months. You know how long that's going to take me? And so when you're this deep, you owe a landlord $17,000. That's only one that we know about. We don't know how many others haven't come forward. Right? You owe helpers. You owe from three failed businesses now. You know, you had the nanny business. You had two salons. You owe people from that. Rent from those businesses has been left outstanding. Pension and insurance obligations. In some respects, maybe I understand why she's living in this fantasy world and acting like nothing's happening. Because what's the alternative? She is never going to be able to get caught up. Now, I don't think that she should be out there living, you know, whatever she's making, just spending it like, okay, I don't have any obligations. I think you could be paying a little bit here, there, and all these people that you owe. But I also understand that maybe in her brain, she's just like, I'm never going to be able to pay you all back, so forget it. But then why incur new debt? This is a part that I don't understand. If you're already knee deep or chest deep, really, there's a chest deep, there's not knee deep. If you're already chest deep, why on earth would you then continue to incur debt, putting a child in private school that you can't pay for, getting a new helper. I hear another helper being recruited. As a matter of fact, did you guys see this? 
where one person on that same story commented that, oh my God, this was the same woman trying to recruit a family member of mine. And now that she's seen the story, she's telling her family member, oh, hell no, you ain't going to work for her in the Cayman Islands. So, you know, at least one person has been spared. I don't know who else can be spared. But this person says, yes. They're, they told their family member, don't do it. Wow. Mm-mm-mm. Sad. Wow. Anyway, I don't know how many more victims are out there, but more and more coming forward by the day. Uh, Katie said on Facebook, OMG, this lady wants to employ a family member of mine from Jamaica. Oh my God, I'm so happy to see this. Wow. Mm-mm-mm. How many more victims? James, good morning. Um, good morning, Jonathan. Two Jonathans. Jonathan Powell says, it's something like, if something like that was to happen, now you're messing with government money. Uh... I'm assuming you're talking about the, the other scammers. So Tracy says, in Canada, every business has to be part of the business, Better Business Bureau. It's a database made public to share about the business and their reputation. But Tracy, would that include people who are just hiring like domestic workers? Because they don't need a business license to hire a domestic worker, right? And you know, there's a bit of um, lack of take accountability and taking responsibility for what's happening here. Because I even had um, former landlords say, you know, she's been going around blaming the failures of her business and other people who had the business first. And that simply isn't true because they could tell me for a fact and employees as well, when they were working for, you know, others who own the business, they were no issues at all, no payment issues. So this narrative has been out there that, oh, somebody else left me in a bad position. Somebody else left me in debt. And that seems to be a lie. That seems to not be true. So you're tarnishing and impacting other people's reputation because you cannot take accountability for your own actions. Shannon says Cayman doesn't even do due diligence um, with professional where professionals come from. Think about all the places um, of driftwood, all the prices, all the prices, or all the pieces. I think you meant to say pieces. Of driftwood, fake people with a pass, We've taken it on this island. Well, we know that's true. And they come from all over the place. Trust me. Remember the Canadian guy who already had an SEC um, sanction against him? And he was already made to pay out money. He can come here and get a big fancy house in Crystal Harbor and do this, that, and the next thing and live in the big fancy life. And uh, we welcome them with open arms. Cayman is like a scammer's paradise. Let me be honest with y'all. <laughs> if you are a scammer or, you know, you're a narcissist or no good person, Cayman is kind of the ideal place for you. And that's why I'm always so concerned, especially for our children. Because, you know, I'm just like, mm, I don't know. Like, I kind of feel like, People can easily be scammed here because on the on the outside, everything looks shiny and nice and pretty, as them people say, it all looking pretty, right? 
And then you start to really get to know people. The guy living in the big mansion and you think he's got all kind of money. He's a fraudster too. He's not paying his bills either. He's ripping people off, whether it's penny stocks or whatever. The federal government waiting to arrest him when he touches foot in the U.S. You see, you just never know with people. Right? The guy next door who you think is all cool because he's nice and fat and fluffy. And he wants to be involved in everything in the community. And every time somebody dies, he's going to post up, oh, that person was my best friend. Oh, I like them so much. They were such a great person. And y'all liking the post. Ooh, he's so fluffy and nice. I like him. He's a nice Caymanian guy. He's always trying to help poor people. Child, please. Mm-mm-mm. Undercover. Undercover this, that, and the next thing. Let's just say you don't want to leave your teenage girls in the same room with these people. You know what I'm saying? This is a lot of what's going on in this country. It's disgusting. KK says something needs to be done about that woman. It's a crying shame that she's doing this to people. Well, I know that some people have now reached out to the police. Will they do anything? I kind of don't feel like they will. Because to be honest, they're going to say, eh, this is a civil matter. This ain't our business. As is normally the case. But there comes a point in time when, you know, um, it is... It is a criminal offense if you're purposely defrauding people. Oh, yeah. Here, here, just comment now, child. We're not going to get to the triple C discussion until tomorrow because, remember, I only got half an hour left. I got to go to court today. Speaking of, speaking of fraudsters coming to Cayman and no good people, John Felder, making me waste more time and pay more legal fees in court today because his lawyers are refusing to sign the judge's order, the last order that was made, because I won, they don't want to sign the order. You know, let me say something about that for a second. If the foot, if the shoe had been on the other foot and that was me doing that, oh my God, I would have been dragged before that court, dragged all over Compass Media, dragged all over CNS. Sandy Hill refuses to sign court order. They would have been asking for a penal order on me to put my behind in jail because I was refusing to sign this. That's how those people roll. But oh, because they're a little puny, medium-sized law firm, you know, they think that they can do what they want to do. It's always the little people that get in the short end of the stick, folks. Meanwhile, they have been protecting this fraudster named John Felder for a really long time. And I can call him a fraudster now without fear of contradiction, because if y'all go read the joint liquidators report on John Felder, you will see that every single thing we said in the original story, which they claim wasn't true, turned out to be completely true. Mm, mm, mm. He was fired. He was selling vehicles from people and not fulfilling the agreement till three years later when they were taking him to court. And then he had to sign, oh yeah, I'm going to give you your agreement, your car. This is what we're bringing into the Cayman Island, geriatric scammers. Mm. Look here. See, see him here? All over the place. Article after article after article. The liquidators say that he left that company with debt. And his own lawyers, the same ones now who don't want to sign off on the piece of paper, 
they're like, oh, um, well, you know, he's just a little old man. I'm like, yeah, but he's a little old man who has been at it for a really long time. He has been doing the most, right? And nothing has been done about this old man because of what? Because he's an American and he goes around speaking with an American accent. What? Well, what's the problem? That can't be right. Because he can walk up to you and say, oh, I'm John Felder. And, you know, I have these cars here, these electric cars, and I'm the only electric car supplier in all of the entire Caribbean region. And I got a big contract with the Cuban government. Oh, no, nobody. I seen no contract, you know. But anyway, I got a big contract with the Cuban government. And so you little Caymanians must believe every single word I got to say. Because I'm an honest man. Yes. And this Sandra Hill, she's trying to impact my reputation, saying that I was fired from my job. Well, boop, 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 boop. let's put the brakes on. Let's see. John Powder. Termination. Mm -hmm. He wasn't counting on the fact that we would have gotten our hands on that termination letter. So, oh, yep. Here it is. Years after he dragging us through court, talking about he wasn't terminated. You guys see the, the legal papers. Make him keep it up because I'm going to be showing y'all something here shortly. How both him and his lawyers, being so dishonest, signing a court affidavit claiming that you have not been terminated. Really? What a jokester. Because see the termination letter here? Let me enlarge this now because y'all got me going this morning. I feel like today is a Friday and I've been drinking already. And the only thing I'm drinking is water. Let me take a sip of water, y'all. Mm, mm, mm. mm, mm. August 2019. This is an official written reprimand for your failure to perform the functions of your position as managing director of the company appropriately. Oh. Wow. Serious breaches of your expected and entrusted fiduciary role. And the severity of your actions justify this disciplinary remand and call for your immediate removal as an employee of the company. Well, if that ain't a termination letter, I don't know what is. Oh, but he wasn't terminated is what he tells the courts. And the courts are believing him. Oh, you sign an affidavit, so you must be telling the truth. And that Sandra, she got to be lying on you, you know. Really? Huh. Interesting. The board will carry out a full audit of the company in light of these findings. What kind of findings? Well, honey, child, the man had bank accounts and was borrowing money that the board knew nothing about and had not approved. Huh. We have been made aware of various assertions from a potential purchaser during his due diligence exercise, mm -hmm. whereby a convertible loan by him to the company, which was intended to pay off debts and regulatory and legal obligations, as well as to purchase vehicles to meet obligations, has been misappropriated by you and has not been used for the intended and agreed purpose. What? That sounds like theft to me. But you see, these people don't end up in jail, you know. They only end up exposed in CMR. 
They need to be in jail. There's also previously unknown overdraft. And the registered members appears to have been changed on your instructions without the relevant shareholder knowing about it. Wow. You know, folks, in the world of companies, this is a really big deal. What is in this termination letter is huge. Oh, my God. Now, it gets even better. There was also a cease and desist letter as well. Because he didn't stop at being terminated. The man goes on to try to sell a company he was no longer really a part of and shares he didn't have. He also goes on to then, if you can believe it, instruct a third-party vendor that the website belongs to him and to make changes to the website, to redirect it to his American company and all these other things. And can you believe, most places in the world, this would be fraud and you would be arrested. Telling and and misappropriating and and misinforming a third party um, entity that this is not even your company anymore, but you're still making it out to be and you want them to change the website. It's just unbelievable. So the fraud that happens in this country starts from the top and it goes all the way down to the bottom. There are a lot of people involved. Right? Telling people that he is still the largest shareholder in the company as of October 2019. Meanwhile, he's been fired for months. This is what is happening, folks. This is a level of deceit. So when people tell you to be careful in Cayman, it's not just be careful of the Ruthannas of the world. Yeah, if you're a domestic worker or hairdresser, I guess you better be careful of her. But it's also people who come in with their nice shiny suits and outfits and they're going to wear a Rolex watch. It's probably a fake, but anyway, they're still wearing it to try to fool you. You know, and it just keeps tumbling and it keeps rolling and they're living in big homes and they're driving big cars and that don't mean that you can trust them. No, sir. No, I have to be to court for 930. So I'm going to I'm going to end the show at nine o'clock. It's just really, really horrible. Beverly says very interesting topic today. Morning, Lizette. Tracy says it's crazy that you have um, restaurant reviews on TripAdvisor, but nothing for business advisor. Hmm. KK says something needs to be done about that woman. Oh, yes, I think we read that one already. Oh, no, no, no. It's a crying shame that she, what she's doing to people couldn't be me. God knows both me and her would have had it out. And this is where I am really fearful that, that one day, Somebody's going to be out there abusing a helper and it's going to go totally south. You know, people come into your homes, they work for you. Some of them work overtime. They really give you a lot. And then you treat them 
really, really poorly. And I feel like one day there's going to be a helper out there who's going to be like, they're going to just snap. Remember that show snapped? Is it still on? We need a snapped Cayman version. I've had enough of you mistreating me. Yeah, people are going to feel that way. It's only a matter of time. Charles says, what are the differences between an employee working at a company and steal from that company and an employer having an employee working for them and not paying them or robbing the employee? Not a difference in the world, Charles. This is why we expose them both because I'm a business. I agree with you, Charles. I don't see the difference. Theft is theft is theft is theft. You're stealing, you're stealing. You're not paying pensions and you're taking it out of people's uh, money. You're, you're, you're a thief. Right? But, you know, it's so interesting that um, what ends up happening is that people will expect to hear one side of the spectrum and not the other side. So they're like, yeah, when they steal from companies, let us know. And I'm like, okay, what about, as Charles says, when the employers are stealing from the employees? Uh, Venice says, trust no man or woman. It's Bible. We need to stop trusting people nowadays. But isn't that sad that you have to even live that way? Jared, good morning. He says, the whole of Jamaica going to have to block her. <laughs> well, you know what? Maybe, maybe a Jamaican newspaper needs to carry this as a headline. Now, let me, let me show you guys this video that has now been circulating. Again, it makes Cayman look bad, but uh, clearly there's an element of truth to it. And these situations make us all look bad. Life in the Cayman Islands, for Jamaicans, it sucks. Employer, walk you and get a little and nothing. Other nationality, yo, them full of racism. Them look down pan Jamaican like say, yo, we don't come from no honor, no way. I out of the dungeon we come from. Yo, all that we come from dirt and a dirt we are go back. But one day, one day, Jamaican, they might go the pan top. <laughs> There's some truth to this. Now, I don't think that it's all Caymanians. And I dare say, in fact, that I know that a lot of people have family members that are Jamaicans. They treat Jamaicans, they're their friends, they're their family, co-workers. So, I mean, I don't think that this is like, I don't know how widespread it is. I mean, we know, we know that there are Caymanians who don't like Jamaicans. Sometimes they're not even liking their own family. But I wouldn't say that Every Jamaican and Cayman certainly feels this way. I don't think that that's true. And I don't think that every Jamaican and Cayman is being mistreated. I think there are a lot of people here who are being mistreated. And um, is it nationality-based? I don't know. I think that it's just a general thing that's happening in this community that we really need to get a hold of. So Marcel says playing catch up with bills is not easy because you're never going to be in the clear. That's why in places like the U.S. you do have, and maybe maybe Ruth Anna just needs to file bankruptcy. I mean, I don't know how that would work with some of the debts that she has, but um, 
that's why you do have to, you have the option of filing bankruptcy in the U.S. and it kind of wipes the slate clean for you. And it gives you the opportunity to start over. Certain types of debt are, depending on whether you file chapter 11 or chapter 13 or whatever, there's different forms of bankruptcy, but certain types of debt you cannot get rid of, first of all. I think like student loans, you can never get rid of, for example. But, you know, it kind of gives you the opportunity to wipe the slate and to start over. Maybe that's just what she needs to do. And I think this is where her dad is an accountant. He should have resources to get her financial advisory assistance. And someone can tell her, is this an option that's available to you? File for bankruptcy and write off even a portion of those debts would probably be helpful for her. Now, let me be clear. Filing for bankruptcy is never something you should take lightly because, of course, there will be things in life that she cannot do if she files for bankruptcy. Hmm. For example, I'm a notary, and every single year I go to fill out my notary application, one of the questions that's on there is, have you filed for bankruptcy since the last year, in, in the last year, basically? So you have to disclose that information. I don't know about running for political office. Are you excluded from running for political office if you have filed for bankruptcy? I'm not sure, but that could be a possibility as well. And we know that Ruth Anna wants to run for political office. She has shared this um, to numerous people. And what I would say to her is that if you want to run for political office, you're going to have a real reputational problem on your hands because no one is going to touch you uh, and, and here's the other thing. How can you run for office, right? When your own finances is such a hot mess. Can the people ever trust you with their money? Huh. If you can't get together, you can't, you can't run a successful business. You can't even pay your own single employee in a domestic situation. How are you going to be representing the people of this country and doing anything for them? KK says, go on true, Sandra, teach them not to mess with you. And not me, they're messing with you. Oh, oh you mean these uh, lawyers at Felder? Shout out, please. Mm, I'll keep you all updated tomorrow and tell you what the court does. Yeah, they're ridiculous, Joe. Mm. What a hot mess. Ay, ay, ay. Aliano, I don't want to start the triple C conversation unless I can finish it. And when I tell you that can take a minute, Lord Jehovah, I'm sorry, but we have to post back, postpone that. Now we only got 20 minutes left. We got to postpone that till tomorrow. Mm -mm. Um, Emma says too many people came out of being taken advantage of and their mouths and keeping their mouths shut. It's not mostly... And it's mostly because of fear of something or another, no protection in our country. And this is where now I think that there has to be some enforcement changes. Morning, Tracy. Morning, Robert. Virtual says Cayman needs a small claims court. We do have a small claims court. It's called the summary court. They don't call it the same thing as they do in other jurisdictions, but it's called the summary court. All right, let's take some callers. Hello, y'all. Y'all can call into the program. Nine three, but that's the wrong number. Is it nine three six? Oh Lord, have mercy. Hold on now. Let me double check the number. I could swear it's nine three six. 
Hmm. I think that my designer got that wrong. Hold on. I still don't tell y'all. And of course, I didn't know it's 936. Oh, my goodness. Why didn't somebody see that? All right. Let me pull that down. That banner is completely wrong. Oh, boy. Let me message him right now. He'll fix it. Great time for me. All right, 936-2626. That's 936 Bobo. Um, let me just see here. Uh, I might have typed it in wrong. So um 936. 26, 26. There we go. All right, so I'll get that changed. Um but yes, view requirements. Um, yeah, I don't know how we got that wrong, actually. But anyway, I'll get it sorted out. So give us a call. What do you guys think um, needs to happen in terms of the legislation in this country? Is it that the existing legislation doesn't have teeth? Or... Is it that there really isn't any enforcement? And that's really what the problem is. Um, so he says that 936 is correct, but that's not what's on here, honey gel. Sir, I wouldn't be messaging you if it said 936. Hold on now, let me show him this screenshot. He's telling me, yes, 936 is correct. I'm like, yeah, I know that's the correct number, but that's not what you sent me. Mm -hmm. All right. So, uh, what a hot mess. So we do have small claims court. I feel like one day I'm going to walk you guys through the process and show you how to do your own small claims. Now, lawyers probably not going to like that child because they don't want y'all knowing that anything that's $20,000 and below, you can do it yourself. You can take people to court, get your money back. Stop messing with these people stealing from you. Hmm. Virtual says, all that glitters is not gold. Yeah, my aunt used to say that too. Child, they got that fake gold. That silver, fake silver overlaid with this, the fake gold that um, I can't wear because it makes my skin break out <laughs> and makes you itchy and it'll turn black and all kind of stuff. Yeah, that fake gold, don't it tarnishes. It doesn't look good for very long. Sue says, too many people are coming here with their false resumes and nobody checks them out. It's unbelievable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The Ugly Truth says, it's ignorant to say all and everyone. Yes, that's, that's the problem I have with that video because, in fact, I believe that the vast majority of people, just all over the world, actually, are good people. And the vast majority of people um, are honest people and they do right by others it's just those bad apples even if they're 10 percent, 20 percent, it's 10 and 20 percent too many and that's a problem and we have to stop it so nat b says why can't she consolidate her debt and have one amount to pay monthly get money management assistance where her finances are structured and she is put on an allowance dennis rodman did that well, I don't know. Does anybody offer debt consolidation in the Cayman Islands? 
Most banks, if you're out there with this kind of a credit history net, they're not going to touch you. Not at all. So, uh, is there an option out there? I don't I don't know. Anybody else been in this situation where they've had to do um, chapter, whatever, bankruptcy, debt consolidation? What are the options available in the Cayman Islands? See, this is where Cayman is not really that mature of a jurisdiction in some ways. Because I don't know of any options for debt consolidation. And it's difficult because in Cayman, first of all, people like that are considered extremely high risk. So you have to know that you're taking a real chance. And if she doesn't have any collateral, Dennis Rodman probably had something they could get from him in the event that they did the debt consolidation and then it didn't work. Like maybe he had property or whatever. But if she doesn't have any property and she's got a horrific history of paying people, how, how, do, you, how do you give somebody like that any money? Like, I'm not so sure that that's going to work. How do you trust that person to ever pay the money back? Mm. Right? I don't know. I think it's a horrible situation. And I feel like all of us are probably one or two paychecks away from bankruptcy in any event. And this is a truly horrible situation to be in. And that's why... Even, um, you know, yesterday I was feeling a little bit like under the weather and my stomach wasn't feeling too good. I was like, oh, I'm going to come home and maybe try and get some rest, child. That rest and that nap not come all, no. I still not get no rest. Because I'm like, ooh, I got this to do. I got that to do. I got work to do. Got things to do. You know? Got bills to pay. And if you're not paying them bills, nothing ain't going to get done. You know how that work. So you get up and you go to work. And you're on your grind. You do the things that you got to do. Are there days that I would love to be able to just sleep and lounge around and do nothing all day? Heck yeah. That's what vacations are for. I haven't taken a vacation in over five years. <laughs> so I don't know nothing about that life. It's important though to take a vacation. Balance is important. But man, I don't want nobody out there talking about I owe them nothing. I'm trying to pay my bills. Look at this one. November the 11th of 2021. This is some store, I don't know, some fancy smancy store that she went to and ordered some items. Some store called um, Flair, Flair Lida. I don't, I don't even know where, where are these places in Cayman. I've never even heard of these places before. Anyway, it's some kind of business. Flair by Elita. This is in Plaza Venetia. Okay. Flair by Elita. Never heard of them, really. But um, apparently, according to Facebook, 
they have stuff for sale. Clothing mostly, it looks like. So Flare by Elida. They got they got little outfits. Let me see. Okay. Oh, fancy stuff though. Yes, sir. Never heard of them before. Mm-hmm. Mm, cute. Yes, child. Show them cleavage. Nice. Look at that. Uh-huh. Cutie cutie. Nice little dresses and stuff. Shoes. Y'all living life talking about flair. Body tape. We can tape them up to wear all kind of jackets. Uh-huh. Oh, this is cute. Oh, you're looking for a wedding outfit? They look like they got wedding outfits and stuff too. Wow. Huh. Anyway, they're a clothing store. Cute stuff. Yes, honey, chill. And so um, she goes in there in November, purchases almost $500 worth of goods. And look, yeah. An outfit. I don't know what this was. So it looks like shoes, a dress for $130, $26, $46, dollars Okay, let me just say this. When was the last time I paid $130 for a dress? Mm. No, honey child. I'm going to the sales rack. And I am going to not spend what I don't have when I don't have it. I like me a good bargain, but I do look at pricing. I'm not a numbers person in that I don't really like working with numbers. But when I'm buying something in the moment that I'm buying it, I'm going to be like, hmm. $130 for a dress. What kind of dress is this? What kind of name brand something something this is? <sighs> yeah. $436 was signed for on November 11th. Now, can y'all tell me something, right? Because I don't know. Why? Um, that's because I don't know what kind of register system they got, Jonathan, but it, look, it doesn't look like they actually have a proper description for each piece. Some people do that with retail. You know, they don't know how to run a retail business. But anyway, $130 for a dress. Hmm, I hope it's not shoes for $130. Huh. Jamila says, you know how many bags she could have come up with from the thrift store? Mm-hmm. They got this website in America where you can buy secondhand designer clothes and whatever if you must have the name tag and it's like so much cheaper. Some of y'all need to try and check out those options. Like I said, I don't really care what the label of my clothes says because uh, nobody not reading the label. Y'all not reading no label. Nobody going to be like, oh, let me look inside the tag of your clothes. What I'm wearing is nobody's business. Especially if I'm paying for it. If they're paying for it, then of course they can look at the label. You want to pay for my clothes? And heck, yes, check out the label all you want. But until then, it doesn't matter. Hmm. That was November 2021. The woman has not been paid back yet. 
This is another bill. And I suspect, I, did, I didn't realize that people still did stuff on credit. Like, I, I didn't know that was a thing. But now that we know that Flair by Alita does stuff on credit, y'all run over there and buy you some clothes. <laughs> but just make sure you pay it back. They got some really cute stuff, I must say. But, um, yeah. Mm -mm -mm. Look at this outfit. That's super cute. That's something I would totally wear. But it doesn't need to say Vogue on it or Guess or whatever. I just love the, the flared pants look, you know? Super cute. They look like they got, man, I might have to go up in there. They got lots of stuff. Ooh, look at the sexy lingerie section on the mannequin. Mm-mm-mm. Yes, sir. Dressing to go impress people that can't help you and they really don't care. Nothing about you. Oh, I love her hair. I'm more impressed by the hair than the dress, to be honest. The dress kind of looks like a hoochie mama. I must admit, I probably wouldn't wear that one. That one looks a little bit too like you work in the strip. But I love beautiful hair. Naked mannequin alert. Yes, sir. What that thing. They make these mannequins so lifelike these days. The very mannequins have had cosmetic surgery. Have you noticed? <laughs> the mannequins have had a boob job. They've had implants. <laughs> They've had a tummy tuck. <laughs> the mannequins look good. Now they're starting to make, um, you know when they start to do the realistic mannequins that have a little bit of fat and stuff on them? Yeah. All that. I wonder if she's on the website taking a picture back in November of her purchases. That would be too funny. Anyway, child, um, it is it is really, really important that um, this, this gets cleared up because there are people out there who are hurting business owners and otherwise. Good morning, Wanda. Says you got that right. If they come from America, Canada, or Europe, they're given car carte blanche uh, when they get to Cayman. Yeah, none of it's right. <laughs> Gabby says the store is getting free advertisement this morning. Hey, we might have just given you more than $500 worth of free ads right there, girl. People are going to come and shop in your store. I don't even know who owns the store or anything, but good luck to them. KK says, didn't her father help her out a bit when she had her pension, et cetera, to pay? Didn't he take out a loan to help her? I don't know. I don't know if daddy wants to come on the show and clear it up. Um, why would he take out a loan, though? He would take out a loan to help her. That probably wouldn't make good financial sense. Fatima says, John Felder, along with the Caymanian owners, got status from most of the staff to avoid paying for permits. Even staff that were um, for six months were even staff that were were here for six months got residency. Oh yes, uh, Melissa, thank you so much for the time. Watch, I'm I'm keeping an eye on it. We got four more minutes. Thank you, honey, chill. Um, but yeah, six months and you can get residency. Mm -mm -mm. No sir, something wrong there. But I'm glad that this government started stripping some of y'all who can't even afford to pay for your PR, but yet you won't hang on to it. You want the benefits of it. When are they going to do another round? Please, government, take them all away. Strip them all. 
And this time when they're applying, make sure we see some money in the bank. As a matter of fact, make them prepay. How about that? Make them start prepaying for that PR. You won't come here because you claim you got money? Well, you better have some real money, not Monopoly money. Wanda says wearing um, unbranded and cheap clothes doesn't mean that you're poor. Remember, you have a family to feed, not a community to impress. Ooh, Wanda, I love that saying. But more importantly, Wanda, just because you wear a no-name brand doesn't mean that it's cheap. Let me be very, very frank about how I feel about these clothes, right? The same clothes that you put in um, the guest logo on and the Vogue logo and the Dis logo and the Anne Klein and this, that, being made in the next factory or sometimes even in the exact same factory, being made by the same little Chinese fingers sewing it together, slave labor in China, those poor people, are making the same outfits. It's just that one gonna get stuck with a highfalutin label and you're gonna pay a highfalutin price for that one. And the next one will be a label or brand that you've never heard of. Hmm. Same fingers sewing it together. Same material oftentimes going into the outfit. And it's gonna last you just as long. So, it doesn't necessarily mean that because it's a no-name brand or an off-brand or whatever that it's even cheap. Stacy says that woman makes me feel shame to go back to Jamaica. But you shouldn't, you see that it's so sad, right? Because it's always the victims that are the ones who feel bad and who feel away. Poor Stacy was saying how much she's gonna miss the little baby and stuff like that. I was like, oh God, that really broke my heart, Stacy. But you haven't done anything wrong. You shouldn't feel shame. And Shirley says, and more often, um, more affordable clothes are more comfortable. Yes. I agree. Mm-mm-mm. Anyway, folks, um, I'm ready to go to court this morning. I shall keep y'all updated. There is a situation that's brewing in West Bay. I don't want to tell y'all about it yet because I'm going to get you some more details. But um, let's just say it is uh, more people, more bad people behaving badly. No. Nine o'clock, straight up. Let me get my behind to court on time. Good morning, K-Man. Coming up on the 28th, the Cold Hard Truth is going to be an 89.1 FM. Y'all get ready. I'm so excited. Hopefully by tomorrow, I will have my camera situation sorted out. I'm actually going to go right now and just restart the computer as I run out the door. You guys have a fabulous Wednesday. I'll see you tomorrow morning. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of The Cold Hard Truth. Make sure to check Facebook for showtimes and more information and the latest news at CaymanMarlRoad.com. Subscribe to our IG and Facebook pages to get the latest happenings.